You're thinking today you might play the lottery. Daily million even. Maybe you know someone in Clontarf won a million euro there in July. And maybe then you think, if someone's going to win it, why not me? The National Lottery. It could be you. Play responsibly. Play for fun. Hello and welcome to another episode of Castology. We are your Castologists. I am Zane C. Weber. To my right, Patrick Shearer. To my left, Liz Best. We're here to tell you what podcast you should be listening to. Mm-hmm. Or shouldn't be listening or to. Or shouldn't be listening Depending. to. Depending. Each week we will bring you three recommendations and we will review the three previous week's recommendations. So, if you didn't listen to last week's episode and you're kind of a bit lost at what we're talking about, maybe go back, have a bit of a listen, get a bit more context on what the first couple of things we're talking about is, and, you know, next week, listen along with us and tell us what you thought of our recommendations. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Also, a lot of information on the podcast that we are reviewing and recommending will be in our show notes. If Patrick does his show notes. Which I do on time. He always does eventually. Like five (laughs) minutes before they need to be uploaded, yes. Five minutes. That's a, it's on time. It's passing. It's passing grade. <laughs> yeah. Three's get degrees, Pat. Excellent. Well, without any further ado, should we jump into our reviews of the podcast we recommended last week? So last week we didn't have any specific theme mm-hmm. uh, and our recommendations were Forgotten Australia, which was a user submission. Uh, Radio Lab presents More Perfect. And I recommended another submission called The What If Podcast with Jay Bats and Michael. What do we want to start with? I don't know. What do you want to start with, Patrick? You look like a deer in headlights. Can I start with more with uh, more perfect from Radio Lab Presents? Of course you can. I was can. gonna say, yeah, maybe more perfect. Yes. I really liked this. I listened to one called Sex Appeal. Yes. Uh, which was basically going through the history of uh, women proving to the court that there was discrimination along gender lines and working to undo that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a great bit on RBG, uh, <clears throat> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yep. Um, I love the episode. Again, Radiolab has these little chatty bits that really get on my nerves, but the meat of the episodes are great. Yeah. Um, so this is um, this is one technically I'm already subscribed to it, but I listened to oh, this one were. specifically. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah. I dug it. I like the chatty bits and I like the fact that they find the way to insert them in between all of the other, mm. like th- this is, again, it's a very Liz Best documentary style podcast because I like that there's a variation in pace. I like they've got chatty bits and serious bits and interview bits and then sound bites from stuff that they might have been at. Honestly, um, my favourite bits are the actual recordings that they insert in. Yeah. Um, I think that is, that's kind of the most important part because you're getting actual source material you're mm. not just getting um editorial mm. or, mm. or like journalistic wait a minute what yeah <laughs> see <laughs> yeah. i listened to one on gun control that one yeah it was so good like debating whether the comma in their second amendment meant a completely different thing than it had originally intended <laughs> talking about i thought it was super interesting how it came about as well with the black panthers being like yes and i had no idea about any of that i knew a mm. lot of the nra stuff that they talked about because fuck the nra um but 
Yeah, I thought it was fascinating and as a grammar nerd, I love the fact that they're sitting there debating on whether comma use changes mm. the meaning of an entire <laughs> sentence that allows people to murder other people with guns in their homes. <sighs> and that guy, there was a guy that was talking about how when guns were outlawed in his state, whether he was just going to keep it or whether he's going to give it away or whether he's going to, you know, and then yeah. he just, what did he say? He decided to do something. I can't. Oh, he decided he wanted to be, he became a security guard just so that he could still have a gun on his person during yeah, the day. Yeah. Which messed with my Australian, we have no guns here brain. Well, I will say like when the semi-automatic gun ban went through in Australia, um, my father is a hunter and a farmer. So he mm. kept his three guns. He just had to go get extra licenses. And yeah. Right. Um, but again, like that was very practical. He those guns don't mean anything to his personality or identity. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you get the idea in in the the case of the US, like the people who are pro gun really base a lot of their existence and their personality around the fact that they can own these weapons because it is written in. It's yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's integral for to some them people. As it's American. as important as yeah, the yeah. free speech. It's like a, it's like almost some kind of like religion that they follow. Like it's this, it's it. So it is written, and so it shall mm. be. And yeah. yet, when you get the people actually debating what it meant in terms of whether they meant individual people, like they were making these laws when they were muskets, not <laughs> semi-automatic mm. and automatic weapons, you know. And then all I could think of was this meme about the right to bear arms in like grizzly bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a family joke about that. Yeah. Where there's I, these huge mounted bear arms on the walls. Like what? No one's going to misinterpret this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so then I giggled to myself about that for a lot every time they said the right to bear arms because <laughs> mm. I'm a child. But I really loved it. I, I, I really enjoy that kind of, um, again, as I said, documentary style um, podcast that's not let me be dry and tell you about all these things. It's like we'll show you mm. as much as one can in sound bites. Um and then we'll talk about it and then we'll add like auditory aids to the story. I think I think the balance of original of source material and talking about it is fine. My my problem with Radio Lab, and it's a very small problem, I still listen to Radio Lab, I still mm. like Radio Lab, is the little skitty bits. Oh yeah. With the like the weird yeah. like uh, staged question. It just feels like bad acting. Mm. Yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. And I think like it would be a perfectly good podcast without it. I'm just I I guess that's just their style now. So how many like we had Radio Lab one week and this is Radio Lab more perfect. A, why do they call it more perfect? And B, do they how many other like offshoots do they have? Uh I've heard them pres- I don't know if it's Invisibilia. I've I've heard them present that. You you're nodding as if you know. What that Radio is. Lab Invisibilia is a different right. one as well. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I, I wasn't sure if it was just something they were cross-promoting or something that they also do. That I, I, is about- I think they have some sort of relationship as well. Yeah. Um, well, they used to be NPR and I don't yeah. think they are anymore. So they've got, I'm sure, a lot of influence and a lot of relationships with a lot of different podcasts. Yeah, cool. But um, yeah, I just, I like the style and I just, I was super interested in this particular topic and I'm glad they actually created a separate podcast to tone to in on it because yeah. I think I'd heard them before this podcast was launched do something- similar with one of the amendments and I was super into it. And mm. then after hearing that they were actually Well, now yeah, I really focusing. want to listen to the one that Zane was talking about, about discrimination and – Yeah, it's really – Oh, they're all – They're, they're all, all really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I said in the show notes to you guys to avoid the More Perfect album. Not that yeah. that's bad. It's just like it wasn't 
purely uh, a good representative of what the show mm. is. It was it was almost like a, its own little subset thing. But you listen to all all of them; they're yeah. all fantastic. Yeah, and cool. it's definitely bingeable. If you mm. like this format and you like this kind of content, you can definitely just kind of sit and listen to one after the other. Yeah. Well, I found like I let it run halfway through into the next episode before I went. I've got like twenty million other podcasts I need to listen to today. <laughs> I cannot listen to this one. So, yes, very easy to just allow it to wash over Do you think you'll subscribe to it? Um, I have already. There we go. I'm not as uh, snobby (laughs) as Patrick with his subscriptions. Uh, And and you're not as slutty as me with his (laughs) subscriptions. This seems to be the the dynamic between all of us. I'm always like right in the middle of, you know, Zane, Patrick, depending on whether it's like anger, outrage, (laughs) entertainment versus thinkiness, who knows. Well, shall we move on to the other thinky podcast, Forgotten Australia? Shall we? What did you gents think? Um, I got the Titanic episodes Mm -hmm. about the Australian gentleman who was a big part of the Titanic. Mm. And perhaps I need to listen to more episodes of Forgotten Australia. But this one for me, it didn't really land. uh, It was in parts one and part yeah, it was two, two parts because mm. it was because it's only like a half an hour long. Yeah, podcast. and I, I remember getting to part two, thinking like, did we even really need part one for this? Because like part two is when they actually got to the Titanic, and I was getting all this background information in part one, and just none of it was really like seeming super relevant or particularly interesting either. I just- I'll agree with you, but I think this podcast, I really enjoyed it. First of all, um, I have subscribed. I look, I'm going to look forward to it. Um, but I think that they would benefit from longer episodes. Mm. Um, I think the breaking up of episode six into part one and part two made them kind of split mm. the content. And so, you're, yeah, you kind of get like, well, okay, I got all this background information, but nothing really went anyway. There wasn't much narrative to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like going in episode two, which was obviously much more compelling because it was – taking place in the Titanic. Mm. I felt like I'd – what did I listen to part one for? Background, Patrick. I know, but Background. it was just it, – it, it, it almost almost the, all the information that I got from part one, it, it hardly ever played into part two. I guess it was all. kind of like giving you an idea of, of who the guy was before yeah. he – like rather And then than at the very end, spoiler alert, we realise why he's talking about this guy in the first place because it is his ancestor in some yeah. capacity. So I can't remember. I think you can kind of tell from listening to part one and how in-depth he went yeah. that it was intensely personal yeah. for him. And then when I got to there, I was like, oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, while I was listening to it, I was like – I don't know if I care about this guy that much. You're oh, so mean. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I would like you to recommend me another episode because yeah, I think I, I think put a couple. I, I don't. I put a couple the in the show notes. I think I liked episode five. Episode as five well. was good as well. Mm. Yeah, um, I will say you've kind of preempted before I listened to Forgotten Australia this last couple of weeks. Because we've had so many submissions, I've kind of gone down a little bit of a wormhole on history podcasts. Oh. And this is a really good one because um, I'm, I'm looking for ones that are specifically Australian, New Zealand, um, sort of Oceania mm. sort of focused and or those ones that are geographically focused. Um, there's a couple of really good Irish ones as well. So, yeah, I think Forgotten Australia is a very good example of what a history podcast can be. Um when you take it from a geographical rather than a historical importance sort mm. of like the, here are the important people of the entire world. You, you start from a space and go, this person came from this space that you share. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he's just, as I said, I think in last week's episode, he's just um, uh, released this book called Australia's Sweetheart, which is about um, this actress who was in Australia in the 1920s and 30s. I'm terrible with research. I don't remember dates. But she went over and had like a whole bunch of um, roles in like large American films and had this really wonderful life and the way that he tells it because it's a creative nonfiction. So it's this really nice kind of storytelling that kind of gets you enveloped mm. into the story whilst also presenting you with the facts and I kind of really like that sort of historical aspect where you do a whole bunch of research and you've got such a good idea of who the person is that you can kind of weave a little extra narrative stuff to back up the facts that you've gotten to get the readers in I really like that yeah well uh, so Patrick have you subscribed to it I have not (laughs) I shall curate for you my friend (laughs) yeah um Episode five that is good. Document that I think I've posted to you guys. Is that something you can add to as well? Shall I make that like a thing that the we curating? Can all- yeah, yeah, yeah. We can all for, for the uninitiated. Patrick has started a Google Docs <laughs> page curating us interesting content for the podcast. He's recommended that we didn't want to subscribe to, but that we were interested in hearing more on. Yeah. So yes, we can all add to that, and cool. we shall. Yeah, let's make it a thing. Let's make it a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> we could even my, make it public. My, <laughs> my curated list is just all new podcasts because I'm a little peek behind the curtain. I go through the slush pile. So all the submissions, I'm the one that listens to them and kind of goes, this could be very interesting if anyone is interested in recommending it. And, and, and he's so usually and so quite good at going, Liz, I think this is a you podcast. I think this is one that you should recommend or, you know, um, so don't just send stuff that you think Zane will like. Absolutely, Because yeah. mm. he can listen to it with all of our ears and tell us what we should be. And then we listen to it talents. and if we like it, yes. And if we don't like it, we say, Zane, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, I think I think that might might be what's happening when we get to the What If <laughs> podcast with Jay Bats and Michael because I li- I re-listened back to this one, and I will I will come clean and I will say <laughs> I listened to this one on Spotify, and the first episode I listened to was uh, Fatal Familiar Insomnia, and I I liked it. There was audio issues. I liked it. Don't. Look, I suffer from insomnia. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pulling a face right now. So hang now. on, was this the one that was like, what would happen if you never went to sleep or couldn't get back to sleep? Yeah, it's, you, a, it's there like is, a- It is a disorder where mm. you just can't sleep. But that's the most recent episode? Uh, it was when, when I recommended yeah, it. Yeah, right, right. Um, I believe they have had a new one out since. But after that, I listened to another episode, which happened to be of another podcast called The What If Podcast. Uh-huh. And then I listened to another one from that one. I'm like, okay, well, the first one's audio was dodgy a little bit and then the so new ones were better. So I was like, okay, I have no trouble recommending this because they're improving. They have improved. They have just got new podcast equipment, but the one that I was – the second and third episodes that I listened to were from a different What If podcast, which brings me – there needs to be some sort of – Central body. <laughs> like like the <laughs> Actors Association. I know, it's the, the Wild States. West out there, isn't it? It is. Uh, I mean, Spotify is doing a little bit. It won't let you have the exact same podcast name, mm. but like if this literally called the What If with a question mark podcast. Mm. And the only difference between these two podcasts is the What If question mark podcast with, with the name of the hosts. Right. Yeah. So- I feel like you've done a lot of talking and justifying before, so I feel like you know what's coming, Zane. Look, yeah, 
I listened back and I was like, I'm, I think I was just in a really good mood and I was endeared by that first episode because of right. my so insomnia. That's the episode you recommended to me. Correct. I was also very interested because I have a lot of sleep troubles and the whole thing sounds horrific. But my first note here just says, why, Zane, why? Because the insomnia <laughs> Why? <is. laughs> why? So – the actual content, talking about a disorder that you have where you just don't sleep and it eventually mm. kills you because you have to sleep, was interesting. But oh, I've got my fucking cranky pants on today. This sounded to me like he was reading from Wikipedia and kept getting lost. Yeah, he reads from his own scripts. Yeah, um, but like- And this one is, I'm not trying to justify, this one is out of the ordinary in that it is just him. Yeah. Usually it is the two. Two hosts. So for me, I felt like there was not enough storytelling. I felt like it was reading out a list of facts. I thought that the editing was poor because there was a weird jump cut in the middle and yet he seemed to leave other pauses where you could drive fucking trucks through. Um, The actual content itself was interesting, but I could have got that from Googling it myself. Mm. And it's not the way that I would choose to... Um, consume consume this it. information. If it had have been more like what you described that it was when you were talking about it in terms of um, like imagining the what if this happened and then actually kind of being a little bit more visceral with your descriptions rather than reading from a medical dot point of what happens when this happens, I would have been more interested. That's and why I kind of jumped in before any, anyone got the reviews because what – the podcast is, and what I said it was last time, mm. is a bit different because yeah. I had my wires crossed. Yeah, right. and the other thing, there's a fucking weird recorder solo at the end of that episode <laughs> and I texted Zane and I was like, what the fuck is with the recorder? And he's like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, the the somnambulism, whatever it was, the, the, the – Fatal familial insomnia. Yeah, fatal familial insomnia. And and he's like, well, what do you mean? And I, and I was like, well, I think I'm listening to that. And I double checked and yes, there's just a weird song where he just gets on a funky recorder at the end and starts playing. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? I don't remember that. Am I suffering from insomnia? You mustn't have finished it then. Yeah, maybe I didn't finish it because I listened to that episode as well. I don't know, perhaps you... And then earlier today I was like, that wasn't the one I was necessarily recommended. So perhaps I'm going to go and listen to it again. Yeah, so the one I recommended to you was Born Into a Cult. Yeah, um, so I think I misinterpreted the notes and went with that uh, insomnia one because that's the I one mean, I listened to as that's well. That's fine. I, I think a lot of their stuff, like that one I think that does have the two of them, mm. um, which does make it a little bit more, uh, I guess, easy to consume because it's a bit more conversational. Mm. But I totally agree with everything that you yeah, said, Liz. Yeah, like I'd have to side yeah. with Liz. I was listening to this, I was – I was doing recycling and I was just like, this, I can't, this is not, I wasn't retaining any of the information. It was just no. t- told so unenthusiastically and I was just like, this is, yeah, like you said, it was almost like reading off a Wikipedia page. Um, yeah, it wasn't for me. The upside is though that if you do suffer from insomnia, you can listen to this and be put the fuck to sleep, I guess. <laughs> That's Bernie than even, more Bernie than I was willing to go. Well... Uh, should we get on to our recommendations for this week? Shall we indeed? So I don't have a submission this week, but I'm going to submit one of my all-time favourite podcasts and it's very popular. It is up and down the comedy podcast charts since its inception uh, called The Dollop. 
Uh, so oh, yes. most of you probably would have heard yeah. of it. And Karen and Georgia talk about the dollop because I think they're buddies yeah. with them. Oh, they have uh, – I think they've both guested at yeah. some point on the show. Uh, and the dollop is basically – they say it's an American history podcast told by uh, comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, so David and Gareth – Gareth Reynolds. Don't call him Gary. Um Shall we just call him Gareth instead? Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe we will, Liz. Uh, so basically Dave is a history buff and he got the idea to do a podcast where it was basically him telling an unknown story from American history to a comedian mm-hmm. and then riffing on that because there is a lot of weird, horrible stuff that has happened yeah. in history that is funny maybe. Well, see, I like the idea of that because I want, like, you know me, I like my comedy. I like to laugh at dumb shit. And when dumb shit was historically significant, that's even funnier. Mm. And so the first episode he got Gareth on um, because it was going to be a different comedian every week. uh, But he got Gareth on. And then as soon as he released the episode, the fans basically said, why would you get anyone else? Just keep Gareth. They had fans when they already released the first episode? Well, yeah. like Ah, He would have had some sort of a platform, I suppose. Also, they're... They're known comedians, yeah, true. so they kind of released it and they had a, a bit of a That's our mistake. We away. need to be known comedians. <sighs> yeah. If only we were known comedians. If only we were funny. I know. <laughs> That's why we're under technology and not comedy in the podcast <laughs> section. So um, when you're looking for the best episodes of The Dollop, there are so many. They're released bi-weekly, which sometimes means – Twice a week sometimes means once every two weeks. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had an argument for the like the first hundred episodes of what biweekly means, whether it means twice a week or whether it means once every two weeks. Um, turns out, it's either. It's both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had this argument with someone about um, bi- they biannually. They, have, they yeah. don't have Fortnite. They don't use Fortnite. No, they Otherwise, could. you just say fortnightly. <laughs> but then everyone would think they're talking about a game. Oh, oh yeah, God. A well, game yeah, I was now. watching. I was reading some kind of just tangentially speaking. Um, I was reading some kind of meme today talking about how we don't have a word for the day after next, but we do. It's over morrow, and we never yeah. use it. And I, I want like to start it. using it. And I shall do that over morrow. And it's ear yesterday. Ear yesterday is the day before yep. yesterday. Yep. Yeah. I was a nerd in high school. <laughs> you? Was. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Uh, so, Liz, I'm going to uh, assign you the Domino's pizza story I from the I like pizza, which, so I'm happy with this. Uh, brace yourself. Oh, uh, oh hello. Um, and, Pat, because you love politics so much, I'm going to give you 300A, Donald Trump. And I love Trump, so oh, fuck yeah. Get out. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not. A, I'm that not one. A that one is uh, fascinating. Oh, I'm sure just it is. Just because of if this is the secret history of Donald Trump, fuck yeah. No, it's the public history. Of oh, Donald okay. Trump. It's not secret. He still got <laughs> elected, and people know this stuff. And what I, li- I what I like about the dollop is it, it does deal with very real uh, issues and topics, and they but they never get like too preachy or political, right? Um, and they do try and keep it light. They do kind of give the give voice to the victims as well a little bit, but it is kind of from a comedy platform, and usually. Um, Dave picks a 
when he picks a person, it's usually a bad person so that they can just incessantly mock that mm. person. My kind of podcast. Yeah. So uh, The Dollop, this is, this is another huge podcast. If you haven't listened to it, you should listen to it because it is a, it's a, it's a touchstone for podcast fans around the world. Fantastic. Excellent. So who has a podcast they would like to recommend to me perhaps? Let's go with Patrick next. I'm I going go to recommend to you guys Ramdas Here and Now. Oh, are you? And, t- and tell Here us and a little bit about that in your very meditational No, I'm not going to do the voice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ramdas, formerly Richard Alpert, was a professor of psychology at Harvard. He was sort of one of the progenitors of the psychedelic revolution in the 60s, like him and Timothy Leary. And uh, who's the guy that wrote Naked Lunch? I don't know. Uh, David? No. 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 Uh, Anyway, you know, there's all these famous people that were on the scene at the time when the LSD was first first synthesised, or actually after it was first sort of popularised, I guess. And he's... um, yeah, he's one of those guys that went off into India and sought a guru and then sort of came back with his own he stories. He is the original that guy. Yes, right? yeah. the original that guy. Yeah. Yeah, and from him a lot of other that guys came about. Um, but I really like – like this is basically a collection of old lectures from, you know, history, 80s, yeah. 90s, 70s. But the fir- the ones that I want to recommend to you guys are the first few, which is basically him re. He basically him giving you the full story of how he came about, like what he was like at Harvard, how his life was going, and then what happened when he went to India. And then I don't know, listen to however long you want to. I I found those really compelling. Um, So those are lecture style as well? Yeah, lecture style. There's a brief intro from uh, one of his friends, Raghu Marcus, who sort of runs the podcast and is a member of the Love, Serve, Remember Foundation, which is – there's a whole bunch of podcasts on that network full of meditation teachers. I got into this through Duncan Trussell because he's – you know, he goes Mm. over to these retreats and meditates with these people and I think one of his meditation teachers, David Nickdern, is also on that network. But, yeah, like Buddhist, Hindu – the best of everything sort of rolled in together. So Mindfulness practice. I know that, that you've recommended us the first couple of episodes, but like what – if you could name your probably favourite topics that he's talked about, maybe two or three, which ones would you say they'd be? Like what to you spoke to you? Oh, difficult to say. Um, I remember I had this <clears throat> very vivid image because I, I listen to a lot of these podcasts while I work, like deliver flyers or drive around or whatever. And I sometimes get flashes of imagery, like when I, when I know what I, where I was when I heard this thing or what I was doing. And he was talking in this particular episode, and it might be part of those first couple uh, episodes about what, he, what his interpretation of death is or heaven is. And like for the Christian, it is like the sort of Christian heaven because that's what they believed upon their deathbed. And then for the Hindu, it is the Hindu heaven. And then, yeah, basically all of these heavens are more or less true because it's what you wanted at your deathbed. So it might be what you see or that's why people sometimes, you know, I, I saw the light and my grandmother was there. But it's, it's typically only like people who believe in that religion mm. that see that thing in the first place. So whatever it is that you go out believing is what you probably enter into next if there is and something next, beyond that. Yeah. But yeah, what he was sort of getting at is beyond that. Like that's just another trip, you know, that's just yeah. Yeah. as much of – 
this life is a trip and in, in their eyes, like that afterlife is just another trip and it's just another thing to get over, which I thought was very interesting. That does sound interesting. Mm. Mm. I like it. And Liz? And me. So who has heard of Elizabeth Holmes? I have. I have not. And who may have heard of the company Theranos? I have. <laughs> I've not. So Elizabeth Holmes was a very controversial figure because uh, she basically at 19, I think it was, came out to the world and said that she had this amazing technology that you could take a tiny prick of blood from your finger. Okay. No, I have heard And of this, test yes. for <laughs> hundreds of diseases in seconds. This and is it the was, woman who started dressing like Steve Jobs, right? This is the woman <laughs> who started dressing like Steve Jobs. So the podcast, as some of you may have triggered onto if if – you are up with what's new and hip and happening in the podcast world is The Dropout. Mm. Um, and it is a limited series basically talking about the rise and fall of, I think she was the youngest ever billionaire, female billionaire at the time. I think so. I think right. she does, yeah. Did this, so how recent is this podcast? Uh, so the podcast is only just finished last week, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, so last this week sort of last coincided episode. with the release of the Fire documentary on Netflix, which chronicles yeah. that ridiculous music festival. Which they need to make a to podcast be, out of that which too. Which I feel like this is, oh. a, I'm going to see a similar sort of thing here. Which I'm yeah, into, yeah. I really it's kind that. of like, it's kind of like the, the crash and burn that is so mm. unbelievable. You can't believe that anybody ever bought into it in the first place. Mm. Yeah. And that's what I found so fascinating. It's like I knew a little bit about it from just reading like articles here and yeah, there of, of, of how. I've only heard it peripherally. Yeah. But when you hear the sheer scale of deception, and that's the thing, you don't know whether it's deception or whether she really believed that she could make the change but she just needed more time to do it so she lied. Well, isn't that just self-deception? Yes, exactly. But is it <laughs> is it willful willful fraud and stealing from other mm. people or is it self-deception because she believed – like it's fascinating. So I think it's over about five parts maybe, five or six. I haven't listened to them um, all. I've only listened to the first – Oh, look at you jumping ahead. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm, I listen to all these podcasts. I know, I know. But, yeah, so basically it's a, I like when they do short, contained, limited series because you know that you can get to – like, and obviously it's not the end because there are still uh, – court proceedings right. against Elizabeth mm. happening as we speak and she's just hit the news again because um, this, this podcast imagine, came yeah. out and because um, the guy, one of the guys who's been tracking her career and continually writing explosive articles has just released another one um, and there was a book written about her and, and it really scared me because I have worked with some people who are like her as a boss in that kind of level of self-denial and and – self-aggrandizement is just, you know, and if you don't believe in what they're doing, then you're not the team player kind mm. of mentality. So it gave me chills, but at the same time I was fascinated to hear more about this absolutely bonkers story. You like story. chills, Liz. I do like chills. <laughs> I do like chills, but not when I'm just like, holy hell, how did so many high up, really rich, intelligent people believe this shit without seeing it tested? And then you find out how they believed it and you just go, I can't believe that that yep. level of deception was able to be pulled off at all. So, yes, the dropout. Uh, I think each episode's about 40-ish minutes. Um, and, yeah, documentary style with little clips of, of 
you know, it's it's and it's very well scripted in terms of it's a narrative that's written out. It's not chatty it's not anything it's like a well thought out planned out narrative that weaves you where uh, they want us to go I guess but then with all those podcasts I still jump on and do research after because I want to know of course what the agenda is but yeah so the dropout is my recommendation for this week excellent well if you want to hear what we all think of the others recommendations next week you're going to have to subscribe and listen in Next week. Next week. Yes. Uh, so you can find us online at Facebook. You can find mm-hmm. us online on Instagram and you can find us online at Twitter. Or if you have a podcast or want to recommend a podcast that you're listening to and are a fan of, we've had a few of those actually come in yeah, this week. Yeah, we had one just yesterday that I already had on my little I may want to recommend that radar. <laughs> no, it's on my I know, I, I knew it would be though. The second that the second that it came through, I was like, I someone's been I've had at least four people come up and say you should do this podcast. I'm like, I bet it's already on Sam's list. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Yeah, if you want to do that, you can reach out to us on social media or you can go to our home on the web, that's notcanon.com forward slash castology. And there's a form there that you can fill out. Uh, it's super easy. Um, I will be trying to incorporate as many submissions as I can. That kind of works out to like one every two or three weeks, mm. I think, in the foreseeable future. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. Keep them coming. Um, I'm loving – like I've discovered legitimately podcasts that I'm excited to keep listening to um, through submissions that I had never heard of before. Yeah, I don't know why. There's one that I'm super passionate about. I I tried two submissions. I don't know if I want to do it again. Oh, Pat. (laughs) Poor Pat. You just have really specific tastes. I don't know. We'll (laughs) find a nice one on politics or meditation for you, honey. All right. Well, we have been Castology. I've been Zancy Weber here with Patrick Shearer. And, and I am still this best. And thank you for joining us, everyone. We'll catch you next week with more recommendations and reviews of what we recommended this week. Bye. Bye. What's your favorite TV show? What's your favorite movie? Do you think The Godfather is overrated? Then you've tuned into the right place. I'm Shane. I'm Josh. I'm Chanstar. And we're the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. In-depth discussions on movies and TV, there's interviews, commentaries, and more top 10 lists than you can imagine. It's all available at the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers, available wherever you get your podcasts, also available at that'snotcanonproductions.com. If you're ready to discover you, it might be time to switch to Vodafone X. It's the mobile plan that gives you access to online courses, time in studio spaces, and unlimited data to explore more paths to shape your future the way you want to. And you get it all for just 20 euro every four weeks. Discover you when you dive in at VodafoneX.ie. Offer includes unlimited data, maximum speed 10 megabits per second. Offer gives Redeemer access to booking one online space or course every four weeks pending 20 euro top up. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. You think this week you'll do it. Buy a lottery ticket. Maybe a quick pick? And maybe you know the latest win in Cork was a sweet 6.9 million euro in June. And maybe then you think, if someone's going to win it, why not us? The National Lottery. It could be you. Play responsibly. Play for fun.